So there's amazing things happening in the life of the church, and um, today we'll be releasing some more deacons. Uh, but before we speak about the role of deacons and introduce them to you, I have some very good, emotional, happy, sad news. Over the next three months, the eels will be released from this church to go and plant a church in Edmonton. If you want to come up here, please, the eels family. Yeah, so... So, um, yeah, I don't know who's going to cry first, but anyway, with this amazing couple, and God brought them from, um, over from South Africa. Yeah, when I came back from New Zealand last year, so I've been, I'm going to give them a time to speak. They're here for three months, and please, I don't want it to be a three-month tear-jerking release of these people, you know? I want it to be a celebration. I want you to have fun with him and that. And we will, um, Russ will be preaching, sharing his story here. And when the time comes, uh, at the end of May, eh? at the end of May, um, they will be, uh, we will formally release them and so on. And uh, tonight, if you're a volunteer and all of that, we, and all that, I've dedicated most of the time, a lot of it, to pray for them, to speak into their lives, and for them to share their hearts with the volunteers and the leadership team. So let's celebrate this. It's a good thing, and, um, and it's hard for us uh, in many ways. Russ carries uh, and Glenn and these boys. You see them working everywhere. I think I've got to have another three or four families to volunteer just to take their place. But... Um, it's been a wonderful journey. Um, they came here with us, got stuck in, and see these young boys. Um, this, uh, you were about that size, and <laughs> you were smaller, yeah. Young boys. I remember bringing them off the ferry in January and snow. They'd never seen snow, all of this. Took them to sports check and bought them all jackets the same day. And they were, I think they were in shorts still. I don't know. But anyway, nothing's uh, changed. Nothing's changed. Yeah. So um, we're going to release them from most of the duties ju- uh, over the time. Um, we want this church plant to be a success. We want to get behind it. So we're sending Russ and Glenn there on, on Tuesday for two weeks. There's Gary and Donna Rouse are excited. We've got a couple that will receive them. There's some other people that are interested. Uh, we're hearing through. And I believe that this church um, will will thrive over there. And I've got a lot of faith to see rapid growth in that area. We've been asked a number of times to plant a church in Edmonton, so, so that's part of the, the story. And if I could have the microphone. Okay, you got it. You know, this one thing, Russ does this to me every time. I say, Russ, we need to do this. And he says, I've done it already. <laughs> and then the next day, I'm going to find something that he may not have done. Russ, yeah, it's done. Where's the microphone? I got it. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, if I'm emotional, it's not because I'm sad. Uh, it's looking across this incredible body of people that have not just become 
people that we've done church with, but they've become family. And we love each and every one of you guys Mm. so much. Um, Mark and Debs, you know, five years ago we came here. God opened the door for us into Canada. It was a very unexpected door, and I'm not going to take too much time, but God orchestrated us coming here. And as a family, we've journeyed into every season that God's taken us, knowing that God goes before and he calls us on faith journeys. Um, one of the things that I felt God put on my heart from a very young man was never to become a settler in the promised land. Because actually our promised land is one day in heaven. Very good. Um, but yet God puts us always in seasons of comfort, and that's wonderful. And this has been an incredible season of comfort for us. But we know that God's called us not only to be settlers for a moment, and we've settled. I trust that you as a church know that while we've been here, we've put everything that we've had Mm. on the table. Mm. And we love you guys. Mm. Honestly, we've been so privileged to be part of this body. This has been an incredible family for us. And we know that going forward into Edmonton, this is still going to be family for us. There's not a separate journey from here on out. There's a one heart, one mind in the call of God over our lives. And that's to make Jesus known and to know him more. Mm. And that's our heart for going to Edmonton is to see God. Yeah, just to see another portion of the vineyard um, taken for Jesus. Um. Getting back to being settlers in the promised land, you know, God's called us to be pioneers in the desert. Mm. And I'm not talking about Edmonton being like a desert. In fact, with Mark taking all his clothes off last week, if you were here, I was going to come and start putting clothes on. <laughs> because we do know what we're going to people, you know, I'm sure people are going, why Edmonton? Well, you know, For us, our heart is to step out in faith Mm. in what God has called us to do. We've never been people that have moved for comfort or for convenience, but yet we've never out-blessed God. God has always out-blessed us. And this season at Oceanside has just been such a blessing over our lives. Mike and Debs, you guys have opened the door for us as a family into a place of blessing and privilege and inheritance. And I want you guys to know that this is, uh, as much as there's <laughs> wavering in my voice, there's just absolute mm. joy in knowing that we get an inheritance in this country which we so don't deserve, and in the form of this church. And one thing that's always stuck in our hearts as a family is we knew God, there's been prophetic words of our lives, we, over our lives, we knew that Oceanside, like every journey in our life, has been for a season, and God says he determines the exact places where we will live, move, have our being, and we've known that this, would, this is a season for, in God for however long. But one of the things that we know is that the minute we settle down and we stop following the purposes of God in our lives, we will just become convenient Christians. And we felt God pursuing us with the heart that he's put in us to, to see something of a church plant take place um, in, in that region of Alberta. And so, church, we're not disappearing from today. That's the first thing we want to say as a family. We, we committed to this church even from by the time when we leave, we're still committed to Oceanside and to partnering with you guys on a journey. As a family, we know that this is a call over our lives. We would, we would really ask and so um, be blessed if as a church you can pray for us over this next season. Our heart is to make God decisions, not good decisions. 
and, and that encompasses schools for our boys, which mm. we're looking at um, over the next two weeks. A location in Edmonton where we trust in God will lead and guide us to put down an established route so that we can see a church planted in that area. We're trusting for a house. I'd ask you to pray for my boys. Uh, as a family, it's not easy for them, you know? Mm. But they are rejoicing in the season ahead. They're not, um, they're not in a place of lack over the season. But it is, a, it is an upheaval mm. for kids. And I know that God's going to mm. richly bless them beyond measure. Yes. As they step out in faith, um, I said to them recently, and as a family, this is our heart. Yes. We've never done things riding off of each other's faith. We've got to have faith each individually for the journey that God has us on. And we have faith for this next season, knowing that God's going to do what only he can do. We don't want to be those that do what we do, want to do in the next season. We want to see what only he can do transpire. And so pray for us. Our, our, our journey will take us into um, trusting for jobs in the marketplace so that we can financially support ourselves initially in, the, in, in Edmonton as we see that church plant come up. And we know that God's going to do yeah, measurably more than we can ask or imagine. Believe for miracles for us, church. That's what our heart would be. We're not, we don't serve a natural God. We serve a supernatural God. Mm. And so we're trusting for supernatural moves of His Spirit. We're trusting for supernatural leading. We're trusting for supernatural provision over the next season. And, yeah, we just say thank you so much for yeah, the role that each and every one of you play, have played and play, continue to play in our lives. We love you guys a ton. Amen. Amen. Let's stand and just um, honor them. And say, I have a few scriptures, we'll read them tonight, I was praying for you, but um, whenever I think of you guys, I just think of well done, good and faithful servants, amen, amen, and um, so we as a church, thanks, you may be seated, we as a church have committed to, now I, we, I want to pray with you and Deborah, we have um, committed to uh, pay them a, a, a full salary till the end of the year and release them so that they can provide for themselves. And also, we will look at it again in the early year, and we've just committed to them that they will never go without. Uh, we will support them in as much as we, we want this church to grow fast and then to plant churches themselves. So I'm just going to ask Debs to come up here, and I'm going to ask her to pray over you guys, and we'll do more praying tonight. Father, I just thank you that you are, you are awesome, that you are the Jehovah, I said, can you, you're our righteousness. And Father, I just thank you that you are the Jehovah Nissi. Yes, he is the banner that's over you, that he is your protector, that he is, his banner is love. And Father, I just thank you that your love is going to undergird them, it's going to clothe them, that you lead us in your love. Father, yes, I just Father. thank you that you are their joy, that you are their Jehovah Jireh, their provider. Father, I just thank you that you are their protector. Mm. 
And Father, I just thank you that you too are the lifter of their heads. And Lord, I just thank you for their faithfulness, Lord God. I thank you for their, their worship toward you. And Holy Spirit, I just thank you that you will just fill to overflowing. Fill them to overflowing. Father, that the requests they have made, Father, as far as schooling, as far as where to um, set their tent pegs, Lord God. Father, I just thank you that you take them by their right hand, that you lead them, that you guide them, that you instruct them. Oh, Father God, I just thank you for stout-heartedness, Lord Jesus, to be their portion. And that you never leave us, that you never forsake us, and that they will be ever-present of who you are in their lives. Mm. In Jesus' name. Thank you.